Hello and welcome everyone. I'm Morgan Klein, full-time mom, personal trainer, co-founder, and COO of Burn Bootcamp. I'm here to bring you a strong dose of hot topics such as nutrition, fitness, self-help, style, entrepreneurship, motherhood, and so much more. I strive to inspire you to live your life with greater balance, vitality, and empowerment. So grab a mug and join me for a cup of coffee and kettlebells. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Kettlebells. I'm very excited to be on the podcast today talking to you guys about my health and fitness journey. I know I've shared a little bit with you guys, um, but I really want to dive a little bit deeper into that today. And before I do, I just want to say thank you to all of you guys that have um, been listening to me, been supporting me. Uh, you know, it means so much. I'm extremely grateful for every single one of you that downloads and listens and shares my podcast. And I would love to hear how Coffee and Kettlebells has impacted you. So it would mean so much to me if you went on iTunes and wrote a review about my podcast, just to, again, share how it's impacted you, what you like about it, and how, you know, impactful it's been in your life. Yeah, I'm here today, you guys, just to talk a little bit more about my health and fitness journey. And so I... I think that I've overcome a lot of struggles and a lot of common issues that women deal with on a daily basis. And so I'm hoping that by sharing my story, you know, I can inspire somebody out there to change the way that they think of themselves and, you know, to to create healthier habits and long-term habits that not only are going to make them physically healthier, but also mentally and emotionally stronger as well. I'm just going to talk a little bit about how I got into the health and fitness space and industry. And so a little bit about my background. I grew up always playing sports. I was a three-sport athlete in um, high school and I didn't play sports in college, but you know, I was always very athletic into working out. College, I was never like overly obsessed with working out. Um, I enjoyed it. Devin, my husband, was a baseball player in college. So we were always around sports, always active. Um, always, you know, conscious about our body and and how we took care of it, but certainly not to any extremes. Um, and then right out of college, I got a job with Kellogg's, a cereal company. So I was in corporate world and, you know, that was my dream. That was my vision. That was my goal was to climb the corporate ladder. Um, and that's what I thought the definition of success was. And so, again, all the way throughout this, I've got, you know, my husband who is very much into um, athletics. And he also at this point is a personal trainer down in Naples, Florida. And so I really got involved in, you know, just caring more, learning more about my body, understanding, you know, fitness. I wasn't a personal trainer at this point, but I was working out with him on a daily basis. Um, and he had a program down there very similar to Burn Boot Camp called Lightning 900. So um, I did that every day before or after work. And again, like not really an obsession was created at this point. But when we moved to Charlotte about eight months in to us working at Burn Boot Camp, or not working at Burn Boot Camp, but us working on Burn Boot Camp, I was doing it before work. I was doing it after work on the weekends. I decided that I wanted to become a personal trainer. And so I got my CPT and I really learned so much from a training standpoint from Devin and from Burn Boot Camp and the clients that I worked with. And so when I decided to forego my corporate job and open my Cornelius, North Carolina location, that came with a lot of pressure. And that's where things really started to shift for me. So I thought that in order for myself to earn respect in the training world and, and for me to earn the respect of my clients, that I had to be like super, super fit, six pack, 
no body fat, well, body fat, but very low body fat. Um, I thought I had to be this like perfect fitness icon. And I started like researching how to lose body fat and how to do like bikini shows. And I had basically decided to do a bikini show, a fitness show. And in order to do that, if any of you guys are familiar, like you have to diet pretty hard, you have to exercise pretty hard, and you don't have much of a social life. And you step on stage in a very skimpy bikini and you let people judge you and, you know, that is what that was the path I was starting to go down. And so it really caused me to be obsessed with everything when it comes to my body image it, and at what I ate and how I exercised and calories in and calories out. I counted everything. It was a very, very, very unhealthy obsession. And, you know, a typical day looked like me going to the gym, strength training, and then doing hours and hours of cardio. I was I was running up to eight miles a day and then also doing um, a strength training workout to try to build muscle. And then I was eating like 1,200, if that, calories, right? So I was um, over-exercising, under-eating, and yeah, I had lost some weight. You know, yeah, I'd lost some body fat, but the way I felt was like, awful. I had no energy ever. I was constantly tired. Um, My muscles were constantly sore. You know, I just, I was not happy. I was draining my body basically. And this is, this just to give you guys context, like I had not opened my gym yet. Right. So I was anticipating the opening and felt like by the opening day, I had to like be like this certain person. Right. I was following all these fitness competitors, and that was what I fed my mind with. So, of course, that was the output that I had. So going back to, like, this daily grind of running eight-plus miles, strength training, helping Devin with the boot camps, working my corporate job, all of this. Like, it was all a combination. I was just completely overworked. And I was just doing crazy stuff. Like, I would weigh every single thing that I put into my mouth. Like, I would weigh it on a scale, and I would make sure that it was tracked perfectly and I would count I I had fitness like calorie counters on my wrist you know like the technology and so then I would like literally make sure that I was burning more calories and I was eating it, I was consumed I was completely consumed with the calories in the calories out the macros and you know listen I don't want to I'm not here to say that macros are like a bad thing and they can't help you reach your goals but I was completely abusing the system and I was like overly obsessing over it and I did guys I didn't even get down to the body fat I had set out for I didn't even compete in the show I had finally given in I said this is enough. I can't do this anymore. I It was starting to really affect me mentally. I would look at pictures of myself. And even though I looked great, like I would pick apart myself, no other. And I think a lot of us do that. You know, we, we look at a picture and the first thing you look at is how do I look in a picture, right? And you tend to pick it apart. But it was a bad obsession. I would look great, but I would call myself fat. And in my head, I would be like, ooh, I look disgusting. And I just, I never talked to myself in a good way during this time. And finally, I lost my period. So that was kind of the time I really kind of took a step back and I was like, okay, I know that this is common. When you get down to your body fat gets low, you can lose your periods. And, but you know, one night I just, I I can't remember what it was or what triggered it, but I just know, I remember thinking this is totally not worth it. Like I had my mom, I had my sister telling me to stop. They were so concerned about me, so worried. And when I lost my periods, I started to do the research and I was like, 
this is stupid. Like, I want to have kids someday. I want to have a family. Like, there's nothing more that I want in this life than to be able to carry children and have a family. And so that was kind of my aha moment is when I looked at it from a different perspective. And it's like, what am I doing to my body today to get this short-term goal that is going to have long-term negative uh, effects on me? And for me, it was about, you know, being able to be healthy enough to carry children. So, you know, I just, I gave it all up that one day. I was like, I'm not doing this show. Like, this is stupid. Like, this isn't even the example that I want to set for my clients when I open my gym in Cornelius because this is not a sustainable lifestyle and this is not a healthy lifestyle. And the last thing I want you know, to try to do to the people that I influence is to make them think that they have to be this perfect, you know, six pack and low body fat. And I don't want them to think that. And so I don't want that expectation to be um, that they need to be that in order to feel and look good. So it was kind of the combination of me like understanding the platform that I had as a trainer, you know, training hundreds of women. And then also for my own goals and aspirations of having a family is where I really said, okay, Morgan, this is enough. You have to stop and you have to shift your mindset. You know, really, that was my breaking point. And I also was, you know, I worked with a a functional nutritionist who helped me identify that I had adrenal fatigue. My hormones were extremely out of whack. My cortisol levels was so high. And that's why, you know, basically I had stopped seeing results and I actually started gaining weight. Like my body started holding on to fat. And so that's when I, that was another thing that really shifted for me too, because I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing all this stuff and my body's doing the opposite thing that I want it to. Thank God it did because that's what it was doing to, you know, survival mode. So figured out I had adrenal fatigue, um, hormones were way out of whack and I needed to really seriously change my diet and change my lifestyle in order to regain that internal health. So that's what I did. I followed a plan. I started eating more fat. I was afraid of fat back in this time frame. So I started eating good, healthy fat started um, eating more carbs um, because again and I've talked about this in other podcasts you guys like I've tried everything I've done all the crazy stuff and this is why I stand so firm in my beliefs today is because it's not good for us it's not sustainable it's not realistic and it's not um, it's not good for your mental energy as well so Anyways, needless to say, I started shifting my diet to more of a whole food, balanced diet. You know, I still did I still did track my macros because like I said, I think that there is a lot of value in that and a lot of value in making sure that you're eating the right types of foods. But um, I didn't put any restrictions on my calories and I wasn't, I, I threw away my Fitbit and I was like, okay, no more counting, counting calories, no more counting my exercise calories and doing the math every day, no more obsessing. Um, and so that was a big thing that I needed to shift. And in order to do that, I had to really look at who I was being influenced by. And so this is one thing that I want you guys to take an inventory of in your life is who are you being influenced by? So what I did on my Instagram is I started unfollowing every single person that had anything to do with this perfect body or they were a, and listen, I don't want to offend anybody if that's what you do and that's your, you know, that's what motivates you. But for me, it just wasn't a healthy space to be in. So I started unfollowing all those people and anyone that made me feel bad about myself, I unfollowed them. If you look at my Instagram now, like the people I follow are the people that I can relate to that live a balanced life that don't just care about how they look on the outside, but they care about a lot of other things. So that was a huge thing for me because I'm a big believer of what you put in to your body is 
what you're going to get out. You know, your inputs are your outputs. So if you're inputting a bunch of things that make you feel bad, your output is going to be that you feel bad about yourself. Starting to be influenced by people that I could relate to on a much different level. So that was the big thing. I Diet was big. Exercise, I, I toned it down. I stopped running, and I don't think I've started running ever again. <laughs> um, of course, I love, like, I love you know, running at burn boot camp or sprinting, but the like eight plus miles and just trying to do doubles. I stopped doing doubles. I used to double up on every exercise. Um, It was just so bad for me. So I really toned that down, ate a balanced diet, and then really focused on who I was allowing influence me. And I think that that's very practical steps for yourself. If you're in this space where you're constantly feeling you're less than or you're not talking to yourself in a healthy way and you don't feel beautiful and you're constantly looking in the mirror and not loving yourself, you need to really take an inventory of the people around you or the or the Facebook or Instagram accounts around you. Um, Because if people are making you feel worse about yourself, you need to stop and remove them from your life. And so another thing I talked about is I would constantly talk negatively. I'd have self-talk, self-doubt in my head, in my mind, no matter what. And so another thing that has allowed me to really shift that mindset um, is, you know, saying positive things about myself on a daily basis. So You know, I, on a daily basis, I try to think about things that I'm grateful for, things that I'm proud of for myself and things that I love about myself. And doing those three things really just sets the tone for me. And I'm not perfect, you guys. Like I still, you know, I I struggled a lot, like right after both of my pregnancies to like feel that beauty and feel good about yourself. Right. And so I would say things that were negative and I would just try to snap myself right back out of it or my husband would, hey, don't talk to yourself like that. But it is, you know, it is normal for us all to go through kind of those seasons where we're not feeling our best, but you just have to really shift your perspective. And that's what I've been able to do ever since, you know, even before I had kids. And like I said, I had that aha moment where I was like, I'm not creating the Morgan that I want in the future. I might be doing this right now, but this is not authentically who I want to be. I don't want to be this ripped you know, six pack girl that walks around with her shirt off and, you know, encourages people to do the same thing. That's just not who I am at my nature. And so I knew that I needed to follow the path that that my heart was telling me. And that was to be, you know, loving myself, having a balanced life, being realistic, enjoying my social life, enjoying food, having a healthy relationship with food. Because now that I have a daughter and a son, like it is extremely important to me to set the right example for them on how to love yourself and, you know, how to how to really define beauty. And it's not about what's on the outside. It's about what's on the inside. And I knew on the inside, I am a beautiful person. And so just because I may not feel that reflection on the outside doesn't mean that I'm not beautiful, right? And so that's why I just had to continue to remind myself and continue to, to tell myself that I'm worthy of feeling beauty and feeling that, that self-love because really what goes on between your ears is how you're going to live your life. You know, if you have negative thoughts about yourself, you're going to project negativity into your life. If you have, you know, hateful things to say about yourself, you're going to project that on other people and it's going to come out in a really, really negative and hateful form. And that's not the person that I want to be. When people are around me, I want them to feel better about themselves. I want them to see light. I don't want them to see darkness. And so I know that in order for that to happen, I have to see light in my own self. And so that was that's really what shifted it for me is understanding the connection between those two things right there. That if I'm not happy first and that if I don't feel my self-worth and I don't feel beautiful, 
then I won't be able to spread that love and that beauty to other people. And it's important, you know, in the position that I am in, in the platform that I have, this podcast, you know, Burn Boot Camp, uh, my children, my friends, my family, it's, it's my duty to be a positive person. And so that's the things that I remind myself on a daily basis. And that's what really keeps the negative thoughts out. And, you know, even during those times of like postpartum, when you look in the mirror and you just don't even recognize yourself, you still learn to love your body and appreciate your body for what it is right now and be excited about what it's going to be in the future. And, you know, that's the message that I really want to send to all of you guys. If you're struggling with your self-confidence or your body image or, gosh, I mean, just, just how you feel, really, if you're struggling with all of that stuff, I want you to just accept yourself for who you are in this moment and then think about who you want to be. And make sure that your actions align with getting to that, how that person is going to be in the end. Because really, our competition is who we are yesterday. It should not be other people. It should not be whatever society, you know, um, depicts as healthy and fit and, you know, in shape. Like, it's about being the best version of yourself every day and taking action today for who you want to be tomorrow and just having that excitement and just learning to love and appreciate where you are in your journey, but just so excited about where you are going to be, right? Talk to yourself about where you're going to be, not where you could be, but where you will be. You have to have that confidence that what you're doing aligns with your philosophy, with your with your goals, and who is the best version of who you are. You always have to align that. And that was not aligned for me. That was not aligned back, you know, six years ago when I was doing all this stuff. And that's why I had to get out of it because it did not align with who Morgan Klein wanted to be as a mother, as a business owner, as a friend, as a daughter, as a wife. Like it it actually was the very, very opposite. And so when I stopped defining my own success and my own worth based on what other people think, I I was free. I was free to get to be who I wanted to be, live life on my terms, find balance within my life. Everybody's balance is going to look different, you know, and so finding balance in my life and finding what works. And so really it's about creating those habits that are going to be long-term, that are going to sustain you long-term, and that's going to help you get to that best version of yourself. So guys, if this is you and the old version of Morgan is you right now, then here's some practical tips that I want you to start right now. Number one is to stop following people that make you feel bad. Go through your Instagram feeds, go through your Facebook, and and unfollow people that don't align with the same um, philosophy as you do, okay? Take them out of your life so they're not feeding your mind and making you feel worse about yourself. Secondly is that self-affirmation. Every day, wake up and think of something that you love about yourself. Think of something that you're proud of. Think of something that you're grateful for. It goes such a long way when you can really set the tone of that, you know, positivity in your day and then put your life into perspective so for me that big emphasis on this is for my kids and once I started having kids I realized that you know in order for them to grow up in this positivity and this um, you know healthy loving family that I need to make sure that my mental space is right and I'm constantly working on it you guys I am not perfect and I'm not on this podcast to tell you that I am I work hard, though, to get it to where it wants to be. Sometimes it drops and sometimes it shifts and I got to put myself back on the right path. But those are the things that I do when I find myself slipping. And then really also, guys, is find the right people to start following. Find the right community to start following. I'm so darn grateful for the community that we've created at Burn Butte Camp because 
when I am slipping, I look right and I look left and I see other women that inspire me and that that love me and that accept me and that are positive or, you know, they may need me, but I need them just as much. And so find a community out there that loves you for who you are, but then also wants to encourage you to reach the best version of yourself. I hope this helped you guys. And, you know, I wanted to share that. It's been on my mind. It's been on my heart to really share with you guys where I came from because it wasn't always pretty. It wasn't always a positive mindset. Um, I've worked really hard to get to where I am and I still have a very long way to go. Um, But the good thing is I get to wake up, you get to wake up every single day and we get to create our life the way that we want to. And so if we're mad about yesterday and we carry it over today, we're wasting time. We get a new opportunity every day to make what we want of it. So that's an amazing feeling. I hope you guys feel that opportunity and know that you have that opportunity every day to shift the course of your life. And if it's in a bad place right now, start making the right decisions. Start surrounding yourself with the right people. Identify who you are and who that authentic self is and don't waver. Don't do things to make other people happy because we get one life to live and it's not on other people's terms, guys. It's on your terms. So don't forget that. Um, I love you. You are loved. You are beautiful. You are so, so, so worthy. And I want you to repeat that every day. Know it, believe it, own it. So thank you guys so much and have a great day. Thank you so much for sipping on a cup of coffee and kettlebells with me today. To get your daily dose, be sure to like our Facebook page at Coffee and Kettlebells and follow me on Instagram at morgan.a.klein. If you have any questions you'd like answered at the end of my next podcast or have any suggestions for guests that you'd like to see featured on the show, please reach out to me at coffeeandkettlebells at burnbootcamp.com. If you love this episode of the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on the iTunes store and be sure to share with your friends. Thanks again, and I hope you join me next time for a refill of coffee and kettlebells.